well as we welcome in Brian McTaggart from MLB.com. Brian, good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning. How are you doing? Doing great. Hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, the, the format for, for the playoffs. And we were just bantering it around here this morning. The, the wild card games in the home stadiums of the of the of the top seed, but your divisional playoffs and the World Series in neutral site. Uh, kind of walk us through that and, and how MLB came up with that decision. Well, they decided they wanted to have the playoffs in a bubble as much as they could, um, just sort of like the other leagues have done for the regular seasons, NBA, NHL. It was impossible really to do that in the regular season. So uh, what they're going to do is send all the American League teams to two sites in California which is San Diego and L.A., you know the weather's going to be good, um, no rain delays in, in those two places, so you're good there. And none of those teams will be playing in their home parks. They wanted to avoid that, too. And so they're sending the National League teams to Texas. So Minute Maid Park, Globe Life Field in Arlington. Um, and then they, they, they you know, needed the World Series at a, a neutral site, and you know, there's a chance that the Astros could have been in the World Series, still could. So they knew the Rangers weren't going to be in the World Series, so uh, – and the Padres and Dodgers were still playing in the, in the National League. So the only one of those four sites where for sure you were not going to have a team playing at home in the World Series was Arlington. So that's why they chose Arlington. So the, the Astros, for instance, now are going to go to California and uh, basically stay uh, in a bubble and travel back and forth in uh, Dodger Stadium. And if they win this series and go to the uh, ALCS, they'll just go down the road to San Diego. And there are some teams that they could go to Arlington and play there for the next three rounds if they go all the way to the World Series. So... They just can't afford to have any of these work stoppages because of the coronavirus that they had early in the regular season where a team has to shut down for a week because that would really throw a wrench in everything. The uh, And obviously we, we understand why, but do you feel like the 60 games was a, a large enough sample size to, to determine the top teams in, in Major League Baseball and get our best teams to the World Series? Not really. I mean, for that, you know, that's a third of the season, a little less than a third of the season that you normally have. But, you know, that's the best they could do. And that, that's why they've expanded the playoffs is that um, instead of allowing 10 teams in, they're allowing 16 teams in. So that the teams that maybe just did not have a good first couple of months, like the Astros, still get a shot to go to the playoffs. Um, and, uh, you know, them, as we saw the last couple of days, anything could happen. But, you know, I, I do think there's – if you get through these playoffs, if you get through three rounds of playoffs and win this World Series, it's not going to be easy. The travel restrictions are, are hard. Um, you know, the players are pretty much confined to their hotel rooms. Playing in front of no fans is is is, is not ideal. Um, so, you're going to have a legit champion. I mean, you might you want to put an asterisk by it, you know, whatever. But it's going to take some really, really good baseball to, to win this next month. If the White Sox beat the A's, then you will have three – Lower seeds, three road teams win the uh, the wild card round. Are you a little surprised by that? Not really. A two out of three series, you know, anything can happen. We saw that with the Astros. Um, you know, look at game one with the Astros. That game was tied, and, and the Twins make an error, and the Astros take advantage of it. Game yesterday is, is really close, going to the ninth inning as well. It just happened to go the Astros. Wait, Twins didn't play well. And so uh, a best of three series, anything can happen, but – you know, certainly now I think we're going to see the, the best teams, I think, uh, you know, probably uh, rise to the top a little bit. And, you know, if the Astros can pull off an upset over the White Sox or the A's in a best of five and get back to the ALCS for the, what, fourth year in a row, I guess it would be. I mean, that would be really an accomplishment right now. And let me ask you this. Is, is there a team, and in, 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 in you talked about the sample size being 60 games, is there a team that 
didn't get into this playoff, you know, the, to this playoff format that you at the beginning of the year you really felt like would? Is there a, kind of a surprise on the downside? Well, the defending World Series champions didn't make it. The Washington Nationals, um, you know, fell pretty far short of the the uh, world the the playoffs. But look at what they did last year. After 50 games last year, they had 19 wins and 31 losses, which was the exact record they had this year after 50 games. Uh, but unlike last year, they didn't have another 110 games to turn it around. Now, granted, this year's team I don't think would have turned it around because they didn't have Anthony Rendon. They had injuries to their pitching staff, so they weren't the same team, but it just goes to show you the value of the 162-game season. And we saw it with the Astros way back in, in 2015 when they got off to a 15-30 and 30 start. Um, looked like they were going nowhere, and then they rallied to have the best record in baseball after June 1st and ended up going to the World Series. So 162 games mean something in baseball, but I don't think there was anybody that really missed the playoffs. That uh, you may, If you missed the playoffs when 16 out of 30 teams get in, then you probably didn't deserve to go, I would say. <laughs> What were your thoughts on uh, Correa's quote yesterday about people being mad that they're still in the playoffs? That they got what are they going to say now? I think that was just a culmination of the Astros just listening to the criticism they've received all year. You know, everybody thought this would be the year where, and, and they got some of it in spring trainings where the fans were there. That they got booed really loudly when they were at spring training, and everybody thought, "Boy, when they get to the regular season, the fans are going to be ruthless." That never happened, of course, because there are no fans, but. <laughs> You know, there is social media, and they heard it on social media. They heard it on game broadcasts. Everyone was, was skeptical of what the Astros were doing. And then it was worst-case scenario where pretty much all their top offensive players had pretty substantial drop-offs in production from this year uh, to last year. And that only fanned the flames a little bit. I, I think, you know, the Astros just kind of got tired of it. And Correa has been a guy who we remember back in spring training came out and was sort of became the spokesman for the Astros when it came to this cheating scandal and was taken up for his teammates saying, we cheated, we did it, we got to move on. And so I think he just had enough. And one of the things I thought was interesting that he was interviewed right after the game um, on ESPN and he sort of ripped the, the announcers on ESPN in game one saying that's all you focused on on game one was the cheating scandal and we all need to move on. And so I, I just think they were frustrated and Correa's one of the few players that, you know, was willing to come out and, and just say, uh, you know, we're still winning. Uh, we're here. You know, what are you going to say now? So, and that, that really didn't help the situation because I think those who hate the Astros are probably going to hate them even more after that. There's nothing the Astros can do that, that's going to shut those people up um, except go out there and win. And that's what they're doing. Can you talk about what Dusty Baker has been able to accomplish? And do you think he can finally win that world series with the Astros? Well, he came in, and it's understandable why he came in, because he came into a hornet's nest. And he's, he's a guy that had been managing 22 years in the big leagues before this, had been through everything, had been through crisis and controversy, and he was the right man for the job. You saw that in the early days of spring training when there was a throng of national media um, wanting to just pound the Astros and talk to the Astros constantly over the, the sign-stealing scandal, and rightfully so. It was their, it was their mistake, and it was, you know, they had to own it. But then when they got to talk to Dusty Baker, you know, Dusty would spin stories about the 70s and the 80s and Hank Aaron and, you know, stuff that didn't have anything to do with what the Astros were going through. And he's such a guy that he knows everybody and the media and everybody really respects him. And uh, he sort of deflected a lot of the stuff, I think. So he was the perfect hire in that aspect. Um, you know, and he had lost 10 consecutive games in the playoffs when he had a chance to clinch prior to yesterday. So, he sort of got a, a, a little bit of a, um, 
you know, a good thing for him to to uh, advance like that. But I still don't think the Astros are going to win the World Series this year. I, I just unless they just start hitting, uh, I don't think they have a shot. I mean, they are just not hitting the ball. We saw that against against the Twins. Very difficult for them to score runs, and it's only going to get tougher. Um, who knows? Maybe they catch lightning in a bottle. I mean, if they get hot, I mean, I think I think they're pitching. I think they can piece together the pitching to, to go deep into some of these series. But, you know, Dusty's coming back for next year, and the Astros are still going to have a, a really good team next year. They have a lot of things they need to address. Their entire outfielder or free agents. So I don't think they're going to be among the favorites to win the World Series next year. So if he does end up winning a World Series this year or next year, then, uh, man, you you know he probably punches his ticket to the Hall of Fame because he he would have done an excellent job. Who are your favorites uh, this year uh, in the in the American League and in the National League? Well, I think the Dodgers are the team mm-hmm. to beat overall. I mean, they're just the most complete team, the most dominant team, um, and it's going to be really difficult, I think, for anybody to beat them and in a, in a uh, short series or a long series. And they lead the Brewers one zero in their series. Not that they can't be beaten, but that's also a team that is very playoff tested like the Astros. They added Mookie Betts this year, former MVP in the American League, just a complete team up and down. So I would be really surprised if anybody beats the Dodgers. I think in the American League, it's it's a little bit more wide open at this point. You know, the Yankees who advanced by knocking off the Indians, um, I, you got to be really worried about their lineup and what they can do. I think, uh, you know, they got a really good shot. You know, I would certainly wouldn't count out the uh, winner of the A's White Sox series. Um, A's are a, a very deep team that's been in the playoffs quite a few times as well. Um, Astros, I mean, you know, say what you will about you know what they did and what they're going through this year and all the injuries, but uh, a very deep and experienced team that's been there before wouldn't count them out uh, either. I think the American League is a little bit more wide open than the National League, where I, I think the Dodgers are just the prohibitive favorites at this point. Why do you think the MLB is waiting until the World Series to finally allow f- uh, fans? Well, I think they're, you know, uh, I'm not sure the exact reason. I mean, they're only doing it in Arlington. So for the NLCS in Arlington and the World Series. So it's clear that they couldn't get the clearance from California to do it for the American League playoffs. So, um, you know, why they didn't want to do it in the division series next week, I'm not sure. But I know, I know. That in Texas you could have, I think it's what now, 50% of capacity in stadiums, and, and they're going to fall well short of that. I think only 11,000 at that new stadium in Arlington, which is probably like 25%. But um, it just would have been really, it would have been impossible in the wild card round because you got eight different sites, eight different home stadiums, different rules. So I don't know why they're not doing it for the division series in Texas, but it looks like, uh, you know, in, in Texas in the uh, ALCS and in the World Series, uh, they're going to do it. So that's. Uh, I don't know how many fans would go to Arlington to watch a, uh, you know, Dodgers um, A's World Series, if that's what it comes down to. But it, it certainly will be great to see baseball on TV and see, see real fans in the stands instead of the cutouts, even if it's only about 10,000 of them. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. And I know one fan that would go. Uh, it's 13 after 11 <laughs> o'clock. Brian, I, hey, we, we know you, uh, we're up against the clock and we know you got to run. We certainly do appreciate your time. And, and thanks so much for popping on with us today. All right, thanks for having me. Hey, that's Brian uh, McTaggart from MLB.com. 